The Holy Gospel today comes from St. John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and, in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I give great thanks today for our volunteers who gave us a taste of Pentecost in our midst. And I ask today, as always, we gather our hearts around God's word. Living God, let the words of my heart, uh, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. When I was in high school, some friends of mine had a band, as you do in high school. They were pretty good. I'll give them that. I, I even got to guest solo with them one time on trumpet, and I had a blast. They started playing some local venues and collaborating with other bands, and then they became regulars at the coffee shops that we liked, and they started to make a name for themselves in the Roanoke area. They named the band Commonplace. I liked it. I liked it. It was simple, it was effective, and they even had another talented friend draw up a cool logo for them. Commonplace 
was becoming a hit. But one day I was talking to my friend in the band, and he told me, after a few years of playing and making a name for themselves, he said, we're changing the name of the band. You people know who you are now. Why? Why are you changing your name? And he said, well, commonplace is just too... Commonplace. (laughs) It's just too ordinary. Uh, Well... Okay. I told him, I said, all right, I guess that's a great idea because, you know, no band with an ordinary name has ever found any commercial success. I mean, who's ever heard of The Beatles, The Doors, Bread, Cream, The Who, The Guess Who, Yes, or even, I mean, maybe, maybe success is only reserved for those bands that are this guy's greatest inspiration, a band with an exciting and compelling name like the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> what do I know? Surely they were right. Nothing good can come out of those things in life that are commonplace. Now, come on. We as faithful Christ followers in the Lutheran tradition know that's not true. You've all heard me preach enough times to know that I don't believe that for a second. I love the ordinary divine. I love the commonplace inbreaking of the kingdom of God. I live for everyday sacramentality. We experience the presence of God in the commonplace gifts of bread and wine. I am all about connecting the table of the Lord with the tables of our world where we can be renewed by our dinner and sent to meet the world in love in much the same way that this simple feast sends us out in grace. And you know that I love a rainstorm, where drops of promise fall from the skies to serve as a reminder that through the waters of holy baptism, God has claimed us all as beloved children. Rain reminds us of our baptisms just as Luther implored God's people to wash their face three times at night in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit that we might remember our baptisms in this everyday ritual. And I've told you before how I find that mountaintops and glaciers sing hymns of praise, that the presence of God can be found in a daily cup of coffee, in practicing the trumpet, or even in the dirt on Rogation Sunday. The commonplace is filled with the simple, everyday reminders of God's love and faithfulness. But friends, I, I have to agree with my buddy and his band today. The commonplace is just too commonplace for a day like Pentecost. As much as I love the ordinary ways that God meets us in love, today we as a church celebrate the extraordinary presence of our Creator. We celebrate a moment in the life of the church that was anything but mundane. We remember today the uncommon calling which God has set upon our hearts through the power of the Holy Spirit. There's nothing common about Pentecost. Pentecost is an uncommon account of theophany, God being made visible, with pyrotechnics and proclamation that defies all expectations. Tongues of fire descend. There's a loud rushing wind. The Holy Spirit present and empowering God's people to proclaim. The apostles speaking in languages that had never before passed their lips. 
understanding and knowledge of the Lord amongst all the Parthians, the Medes, the Elamites, the residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. Oh, and then there's accusations of drunkenness, interpretation of the prophets, declarations of salvation. This story has it all and more. This is no ordinary tale in the life of the church. There's nothing ordinary about the story of Pentecost that marks the birth of this church movement. The presence of the Holy Spirit, the sure and irrefutable presence of the Spirit, is an extraordinary thing to behold. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, God is breaking down the barriers that would divide the nations and calling all people to God's self. God is widening the circle of belonging and making God's saving grace known among all people. Today, on Pentecost Sunday, we celebrate the uncommon love of our God. Love such as the world could never give. We celebrate the uncommon and steadfast presence of a God who is with us through the power of the Holy Spirit, even when humans fail to keep our promises. We celebrate the uncommon faithfulness of a God who has been faithful for generations to the chosen people of Israel, and in an uncommon act of compassion, extends the arms of welcome to all creation. There are days for ordinary, everyday, simple acts of love and faith, but that day is not Pentecost. Today, we allow ourselves to be ignited by the fire of the Holy Spirit and roused to an uncommon witness in the world. We are called to uncommon love. Love that surpasses all human understanding was poured out on the cross of Christ. Friends, through the power of the Holy Spirit that descended on Pentecost and has flowed through the apostles of every age and continues to fall on us today, we too are called to pour out uncommon love for the sake of the world. We are called to uncommon passion. Passion that does not tire or falter in the face of evil was poured out through the proclamation of justice by Jesus of Nazareth. Friends, through the power of the Holy Spirit that descended on Pentecost and has flowed through the apostles of every age and continues to fall on us today, we too are called to bring uncommon passion to the pursuit of justice in our own community, nation, and world. We're called to uncommon mercy, Uncommon hope, uncommon faith. These things that the world cannot give. These things are the heart of our uncommon witness that began with tongues of fire and continues within each of us. Now don't hear me wrong and think that this faithful work of discipleship lies far away on some unattainable plane of piety and virtue to which we can never ascribe fully. Uncommon love, passion for justice, mercy, hope, and faith. These things are not uncommon because they are unattainable. They are given freely, graciously, generously, abundantly by our God. They are uncommon because we cannot attain them alone. Because they have the power to change the world, redeem the world, and reveal God's kingdom here and now. God has acted. God has been faithful to us. And we are called only to respond, trusting that the Holy Spirit goes with us in our sharing of uncommon love, passion for justice, mercy, and hope. Christ made the promise 
to his disciples at his ascension, that the Holy Spirit would be with him. And on Pentecost, that promise was fulfilled. The uncommon path before us is one we will never walk alone, as Christ has promised that the Advocate walks alongside us, and God keeps God's promises. Friends, this congregation has already gone beyond the everyday love and joined in the faithful work of uncommon love begun at Pentecost. In the Virginia Synod, there are 150 congregations, and only three are reconciling in Christ, fully open and affirming to the LGBTQIA folks in the life and witness of this church in a publicly accountable way. That's an uncommon percentage. Today, Pentecost Sunday, marks the liturgical anniversary of Good Shepherd becoming the third RIC church in Virginia approving a bold statement of welcome that concludes by saying, United, we reflect God's infinite image. On Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descends and gospel is proclaimed to all nations and all people in many languages. At Pentecost, it is affirmed that the diversity of the earth bears the image of God set down in creation and all are heirs to Christ's promises. Through this congregation's commitment to uncommon love and affirmation, we have joined the uncommon work of redemption that began at Pentecost. God's fullness is revealed through the diversity and unity of this festival. As we strive for justice in our community, advocating for and centralizing the voices and stories of persons of color, we are joining our hearts to God's heart, bursting with uncommon passion for justice resisting systemic institutions of sin like white supremacy, and acknowledging our complicity and benefit from these systems is the frontline work of uncommon hope for the sake of the oppressed and marginalized. The weeks that will follow this Pentecost Sunday in the life of our church are called ordinary time or common time. I know a season that really gets the blood boiling. And yet, how can this be so when we have the uncommon calling of Pentecost? So instead, I want to invite you into uncommon time. I want to invite you into a season of boldly living into the Spirit's guiding and urging as we are each drawn into uncommon love, passion for justice, mercy, hope, and faith. I want to invite you into an uncommon time where the work of the Spirit is seen through the calling of a new pastor and God's mission for this community of faith is laid before us in uncommon and unforeseen ways. I want to invite you into uncommon time where we hear the stories of Jesus and consider what it means to truly be His people. Yes, God can meet us in the simple everyday moments of our lives. But Pentecost reminds us that our God is extraordinary as well. Our God can still take our breath away. Our God can amaze us through faithfulness and leave us shaking our head at the goodness that has been revealed all around us. Our God can inspire us to step beyond our own insecurities and fears that we might live boldly into our uncommon calling. This is an uncommon time, full of new life through the presence of the advocate who walks with us teaching us and reminding us all of what Christ has said. On this day that transcends the ordinary, 
alights us all with the fire of God's fulfilled promises and sends us on new paths to boldly live out Christ's way of love. I give thanks for the spirit that binds us together and allows us to faithfully reflect God's infinite image. Amen.